Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about influence. Not in the broad terms, but in the very specific terms of looking at influencers, people who have a following and people who pay attention to who they are and what they do and how those people can impact your marketing. And I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Madison Masterson. She created Mad Marketing at the age of 25. What you should know about her is she was told by doctors from a young age she wouldn't be able to attend college because of her health problems, where she experienced upwards of 15 seizures a day. Well, she proved them wrong. She graduated in the top 25. She went on to get a master's degree with a perfect 4.0, I'm impressed, at the University of South Florida, all while running a successful marketing business. That business is Mad Marketing an agency of change located in Tampa, Florida, and offering influencer marketing services. Madison, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, excited to be here. I'm excited to have you because I really wanna dive into this topic of influencer marketing. I know that brands like Coca-Cola and Miller Beer often hire influencers. I think it's something that smaller businesses can consider too, if they know what they're doing. I definitely agree. I think that in today's age, influencer marketing is something that every single business, no matter the size, could be participating in and could be getting really good results from. Okay, so if I'm going to try this out, where should I start? How do I approach the planning stages before I even look for the person, how, what should I be thinking about? I think something that I would start off thinking about as a small business is one, what is influencer marketing? Uh, I think that influencer marketing could mean a lot of different things depending on who you ask. To me, the term influencer marketing refers to working with influencers, people of influence of different sizes. I think that in the past, influencer marketing typically referred to celebrities or individuals that are advocating for a brand, focusing on creating content for that brand. Uh, in today's age, that could be anyone. That could be a mom and pop across the street. That could be a college student or that could be someone massive, Selena Gomez, the Kardashians. You know, in today's age, almost anyone can become an influencer. Almost anyone could be an influencer. And all of those different niches of influencer marketing could be very beneficial to a brand. So that is where I would start. Looking at all the different types of influencers, how do you as a business decide where to put your energy? Well, I think the obvious first is budget. So I know everyone knows that answer is coming. Depending on the budget that you have, you may have less options. So budget is where I always would start to help narrow down what the options are. And then after thinking, what's your budget? Let's say we only have a small budget. We can only focus on micro-influencers then. Micro-influencers, let's just focus on Instagram. On Instagram, a micro-influencer will be people with 10,000 to 50,000 followers. 
Uh, maybe we, we need to go even farther, even lower nano influencers, which is 1,000 to 10,000 followers. Once we're looking at those and we see the followers, then we can kind of plan the type of content and type of programs that we're going to be. So as you're evaluating two influencers, because let's face it, you know, the numbers are a good starting point, but two influencers with a thousand followers each may not be equivalent. How do you evaluate the different influencers to decide, I want to work with influencer A and not influencer B? I think a really easy place to start, maybe before you're able to reach out to an agency or someone with uh, more resources, is to check engagement, check things such as likes, comments, you know, story views, if they're able to provide that to you uh, and be able to look at those different engagements can see that followers aren't always the end point. Someone could have 100,000 followers, someone could have 10,000 followers, but they could have equal engagement. And with that equal engagement comes a really great opportunity for businesses. Lower followers, higher engagement. Usually the algorithm likes that. Usually the cost is lower and you're able to work with influencers that are actually very passionate about what they're doing and will be very passionate about your brand, your product and what they do. Cool. As you're evaluating someone that you want to align your business with, because that's what you're doing when you hire an influencer, you're tying your reputation to theirs. Are there things that you should look for that will indicate someone is going to be a good fit or not a good fit for your business? I think the most important thing to look at isn't only the influencer, but the influencer's audience. When you're really looking to work with an influencer, no matter how much you might love that influencer, maybe this is an influencer you follow personally that you really, really love. But if your business is mostly targeting, let's say, for example, millennials and the influencer that you really, really like is their audience is primarily Gen X, then that might not be a great fit for you. You know, you need to really look into who's commenting on this post, kind of look through those commenters profiles, you know, make a little bit of judgments if you can. Uh, there also are a lot of free or low cost softwares out there that you can kind of look through Google that you can pop in some influencers, Instagrams, TikToks, and it'll do a little bit of analysis for you. And you can see, you know, the age groups, the genders, uh, even some will show you their interests. So those are the, the first place, again, when, when you're trying to figure out, is this influencer going to be good for me? It's not, do I like this influencer? Would this influencer look good holding my product? It's, would this influencer's audience be receptive to what I'm trying to give them? One of my favorite guests on the show, and, and he's, a, he's an old friend's guy by the name of Jason Falls, and he's written a couple books on this. And one of the things that he says is that it's not influencer marketing, it's more influence marketing with this idea that you have to figure out who's going to influence your audience to buy. As you're talking about that and not following someone just because you think they'll look good holding your product or you personally connect with them, but really looking at, will they influence my customers to take action? I think is a really great point. 100%, I think that you know influencer marketing is marketing at its core and something that you have to do as a small business owner is not think about what is best for you, what would sell you, but to really put yourself in your consumer's shoes and think, is this an influencer that would influence me as the consumer, not me as the business owner? 
years, years ago, I was in corporate and I wanted to run, this is way before social, I wanted to run an advertising, a television campaign on certain networks. And all of the senior management was like, but we don't watch those networks. And I'm like, but you don't buy this product either. It's getting out of that mindset that you have to, like you say, separate who I want to reach versus who I like and want to, you know, want to connect with personally. It's nice when those two things come together. So true. So true. So are there any big glaring mistakes that you think companies make when they enter into this influencer marketing space? Oh, 100%. I think there is hundreds of very, very common mistakes. I would say the number one biggest mistake, though, is not properly identifying your goals for a campaign. A lot of companies, especially I think the larger companies who have so much money to just throw at people, will come up with a budget and they'll say, this is the type of influencer I want go for it. That's that's only re- the only requirements that they'll really give. And, you know, when you're a smaller business, even a medium business, I don't think you have that luxury to make really large financial mistakes like that. So with influencer marketing, something you really need to do after that budget stage is sit down and identify what your goals are. What do you really want to get out of this campaign? Uh, and then what are the metrics of how you're actually going to measure the effectiveness of that campaign? You know, do you want influencers to promote things on their story too? Do you want influencers to promote their uh, through a picture, through a video? What do you actually want from it? Do you want to increase sales, brand awareness? Are you trying to get more clicks onto your website? Are you trying to get sales for a specific certain product? You really need to niche down and identify what your goals are because If you don't know those goals yourself, you definitely can't expect influencers to know them and read your mind. And really all that's going to end up doing is making both people in that partnership really, really aggravated. And that's what a true influencer marketing program should be is a partnership. It shouldn't just be throwing money at someone and then posting content. If you want it to be effective, then you should be listening to the influencer. The influencer should be listening to you and you should both be contributing to that content uh, and setting those goals. Awesome. Well, I could talk about this for hours and hours and hours, but we both have other things to do. And so what I'm going to do is encourage my audience, if you're curious about influence marketing, or some of the other things that Madison is working on, be sure to check out madmarketing.biz. There'll be a link in the show notes. Madison, thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I've loved coming on and speaking to you all. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out everything in our digital toolbox. There's webinars, white papers, workbooks, and so much more. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.